this episode will come out either on or like right around St. Patrick's Day. Um, oh. I don't know if there's something we can, should we all just- Happy birthday um, to my mom on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, Karen. happy birthday to Marissa's mm -hmm. mom. You think we should sing a song or what should we do? I don't yeah, know. We're yeah. all wearing green as far as the listener can tell. So I guess that counts. Yeah, yeah. Green face paint, everything. Yeah. Clovers. I just have a bucket of green paint and I'm just dipping my hands in it. We've got green paint on our walls. I've been eating that all day. Oh, the lead. Out. Yeah, it gets you yeah, nice. So I've got green all over my face, uh, around my mouth. As you guys can tell, but the listener can't see oh, yeah, that. Yeah. Licking the walls. Licking the walls. My son has a good joke about paint. Um, what's green and smells like blue paint? Uh, my guess is green paint. Yes, exactly. Okay. That's like one of his main go-to jokes for years. Yeah. You don't have to pretend you like it. I mean, he's not going to hear this. I'm kind of indifferent. Okay. Of course, <laughs> it could come up like in therapy, you know, like he listens to this years later and then he's like, oh, my dad's friends were talking bad about these jokes. You're welcome in advance to Phil's son's therapist if he ever gets his hands on listening to this podcast, which he probably will. His therapist is going to be the future. So it'll just be like an AI. Then you upload all your dad's podcast to after he dies. You know, they can kind of tell just from what your dad's tone of voice, what his yeah. issues are. Yeah. And it's also like, you don't even have to upload the files. You just give a sample of your just dad's. Just a hard drive. Oh yeah. But it's just like drag and drop. It'll be a really smooth operation, you know. Dad cloud. <laughs> yeah. Put it in the cloud. Well, I think we can start the podcast now. Okay. Hello, welcome to Every Damn Thing. It's a podcast where we rank everything. I'm Phil. And I'm Jake, and we're here to guide you through the list of everything. Each episode, we take items, and then we tell you where they rank on the list of everything. The list can be viewed by going to everydamnthing.net. You can find a link in the show notes. So, Phil, we've known each other since high school. Once, while sitting in class, waiting for the bell to ring... If I recall correctly, we were tapping our feet and rolling our fingernails on the desk. That's right, and watching the clock intently. Anyway, the bell rang and we raced off to an underground dance club where Sabrina the Teenage Witch and the Entourage Guy were tending bar. The scene was kind of crazy. So we decided to go to Mars instead. There we met an astronaut who was so smitten with us that he presented us with the most romantic gift. Isn't this? That's right. The rank list of everything. But I thought the old lady dropped it in the ocean at the end. Well, he went down and got it for us. We immediately memorized the list, of course, but uh, at our first opportunity, we dropped it back into the ocean to prove we didn't really care about the astronaut. Later, we were in a car crash in a Ford Mustang on a rainy desert landscape and suffered injuries that made us forget the list. Oops, we did it again. And can now only access the list little bits at a time through a scientific process called shooting the shit. That's how, with the help of our friends and listeners, we reassemble the list of every damn thing. The list is now at 260 items, with Dolly Parton at the top and Transphobia at the bottom. Game of Death and Jessica Rabbit are in the middle of the list. Now, now, I know what you're going to say. Game of Death, you shouldn't put a game where you can kill people onto the list so high. Well, it's the Bruce Lee movie. It's the movie starring Bruce Lee. And yeah. it's not even really starring Bruce Lee. It stars this other guy, and it uses bits of previously recorded Bruce Lee footage. Just wanted to clarify that. And, and when we say Jessica Rabbit, we're talking about the fictional character, not a real person named Jessica Rabbit. The Princess of a Toontown. Yeah. So if you want to look at the complete list, go to everydamthing.net. You can find a link for that in the show notes. And Marissa Puget is here. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Of course. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Um, we're going to get to it because we got yeah, we got some things do. to rank. And you yeah. know the, the, how the show works. We're going to put these things onto the list of everything. And uh, we're going to start with the first one, which was submitted by Dan R. Yeah, but and first we're going to talk about it before we wait. before we put it on the list. Oh, but yeah, we, we, we got to give them a fair assessment, an appraisal. Yeah, of course. You, know, you don't just rush right into that. So yeah. the, the first topic is Britney Spears, the uh, singer, entertainer. Pop icon. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, Princess of Pop, some call her. Is that a name that gets thrown about? Is that one of it the is, titles? yeah. The legendary Miss Britney Spears. Does anybody have any like uh, personal history with the woman? Not meaning like you met her personally, but just like was she instrumental in your life in a positive or negative way? Does anyone have any negative 
things to say about Rudy, though? Generally, yeah. well, I feel not like much. she like the, has a lot of goodwill towards her. She does. I'm kind of like neutral on her for the most part. Like, I like Britney Spears just fine. I don't want anything bad to happen to her. And I was glad that she got out of the uh, that legal situation she was in where conservatorship. Mm-hmm. She was in a conservatorship for years where she didn't have any legal authority to do anything or control her own affairs. And it seems like like a, a deeply problematic situation, especially because, like, I don't I doubt that she was any more messed up than anyone else who's been doing what she's been doing for her whole life. Yeah. And, and I, I like some of the music, too, you know, but it's like I was never really the target audience for the music. So so I was the target audience, but I came around to her a little later in life because I was, you know, I was more into the subculture. Oh, really? oh, yeah. Like when she was blowing up and it was at her peak, you weren't that wasn't where your head was. No, at. but yeah. my appreciation for her has grown and I am a full fledged fan for sure. I've seen her a couple of times. She's just back in the day. There used to be more haters. Like, yeah, there was like a whole cottage industry of like responses to Britney one way or the other. Like if you think about someone like Avril Lavigne. Somebody was thinking, like, this is for the people who don't like Britney Spears. So Britney right? Spears with, like, yeah. an armband and a tie. What if Britney Spears had a little bit of Alanis in it? There's a little bit of uh, uh, alchemy where they're trying to build another pop star. Like and manufacturing? They're like, yeah, they're, they're trying to improve on... I mean, they're real people, but it's like, how do you, how can you improve on this Britney Spears? Or do you just try to do Britney Spears better? But you can't really. It's like, she's a sweet Southern girl. She can dance. She sings. She's pretty. She's innocent, but not that innocent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, there's a, a lot of tightrope walking that had to be done. You know, for the first few years of her career, right? And she becomes like a, a a model that other people can try to follow. Yeah, she's the blueprint for sure. And also kind of like the last pop star in a way. Is that I know other people get called the last pop star, but like, you know, she was selling records at a time. It was like the last year where people were really, you know, like record sales peaked around 2000. I would say that Beyonce yeah, I was about to followed her and is still a massive pop star. So I don't think that there was a last pop star. If it was, it's Beyonce. Sure. So, somewhere around that time. But I'm saying that like in terms of monoculture and yeah, monoculture stuff, yeah. like when these records were selling, they were inescapable on the radio and whatnot and in the culture at large. Whereas like. If Beyonce has a new record out, it's a really big deal, but it's not as big of a deal to as large a yeah, yeah, totally, uh, share totally. of the world, right? Totally. So, and, and, and that's nothing close, about though. like Beyonce's the... pretty darn close. If not, and maybe actually we, think... we are wrong in that statement, but if there is somebody, it's only Beyonce. Yeah, and I think Beyonce's music has kind of surpassed what Britney's is currently, her most contemporary yeah. releases. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm not talking about like the quality, just saying that like it was an era when that you could have like a Michael Jackson or you could have a Britney Spears or something like that or Madonna or something. And I just don't think that we really live in that world anymore. Maybe. Just because things are so so much more fragmented. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, I agree. Yeah. I, I would say the people that would have a issue with her, not very many people do, but people that, that might have in the past, there were people that mm-hmm. definitely 10 years ago, even less that wanted to tear her down sort of because of what she represented. Um, again, like sort of a pop star, you know, mainstream stream overly sexualized old pieces about her would be about it'd be like parents who were anxious about their daughters being britney fans and they'd yeah. be like and, we, and, mm-hmm. and it's funny because like when you see here's another big uh, famous singer is like taylor swift and when she first comes on the scene a lot of the coverage of her is how she's not like britney spears is how she is like uh, she dresses in a uh, in, in a modest way or this or that and it's like it was it was just like a, an angle that got pushed a lot you hold this person who's basically a kid responsible for some stuff about our culture that's maybe not the greatest you know but you're right. holding like the deliverer of it or the person whose job it is to sing you know and to be dancing on on MTV you like you hold them responsible for all the trends and all the stuff in the culture that you feel anxious about which is you know a pretty big burden for somebody who's a kid who Britney, like, not the most, maybe not worldly person. Not to take anything away from her, but, like, you know, it's not the thing that should have been put on her. Like, I remember there was this thing. I want to ask Marissa something. Go on. Okay, okay, okay. Will you go over for us your, uh, start at the beginning, your um, 
relationship to Britain. my relationship. <laughs> um, well, like just so, I mean, I know that you said that okay, you were a so counterculture. I'll tell you, type. When I heard the first, do you remember when Baby One More Time came out? Like I remember it just it was like giant explosion, but it was kind of before yeah. like maybe before Google. <laughs> but I remember going on Encarta, like my Encarta disc, and oh, wow. searching oh, Britney, and there was like a snippet, and so I would like listen to that and be like, okay, what's all the fuss about? So that was ninety nine. Yeah. So it was like the internet was around, was but you around, weren't you were fucking was... watching videos on the internet. No, you gotta ask Jeeves on that, that though. There was, no, there was like tiled yeah. galleries if you wanted like any <laughs> images. Yeah. When you heard, for example, what's the one where she says it's Britney bitch? Isn't that give me more? That was a turning point, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah. That was when she yeah. kind of came back from her, um, you know, her spiral. Right. A friend of mine, I remember him telling me he heard that and he had to pull over in his car. <laughs> he was like, oh, it's too crazy. I can't I can't really handle this. You know what I mean? It's too much for me. So um, I don't know. That, I feel like that was when like a pivot in her career, right? It definitely was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I like, you... I'm not the preeminent Britney scholar. That would be my friend Jackie. But okay. I, like I said, later in life, I have grown an appreciation. And I think her last couple albums, people might be snoozing a little more. There's some super I definitely stuff. don't know a dang thing about them. In fact, there's a song that I'd heard before that is not even that new of hers that I didn't know was hers at all. That's Work Bitch from 2012, oh, which again, so that's like almost 10 years old. <laughs> it's a cool song. I'd heard it that's before. That's the one with the accent, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. Video <laughs> directed by Ben Moore. I don't know anything about anything she did in the last, other than like the stuff she's gone through. And then so, I know she did a Vegas residency. If I'm not uh, mistaken, Marissa, you saw uh, that, Yes, right? I have. I saw it during Blackout. I saw Circus and I saw the most recent one. I think, it, what was it? Femme Fatale. Yes. So I've seen it. several of her iterations. <laughs> oh, so you're we're talking to a real fan. You didn't get to do like a meet and greet thing, did you? No. I did get a signed poster for my friend Jackie. <laughs> Oh, nice. I can't remember. I think it maybe it's this podcast. I think it's Invisibilia. If it's not, I'll, I'll put a link to it. But I listened to a podcast that was like an whole episode about a woman trying to get to meet Britney Spears, I think, or to do a meet and greet. It's a good podcast. I recommend it. I'll link it in the show notes. Marissa, do you have a favorite Britney song? I sure do. Okay. So there's like this brand of Britney tunes that I think they fly under the radar. And I will say radar is a great song. And that is that's a banger. But um, there's one called Unusual You. It's almost like a Brian Eno song, but like with Britney's vocals on it. Oh, wow. And then um, there's one called Invitation off her last album. That's so good. Same kind of vibe. So these are like, like, like These are songs like I don't know. Like ambient, I, I, but then you got her like nasal, her kind of like guttural growl. It's, yeah. it's very cool. It's weird how she like, you transition into being an adult. Like to see Britney Spears mm -hmm. and like, oh, I'm, I'm looking at a human being who is an adult and is not... It's like the music that I've heard, like recent songs or like leading up to this, I listened to a few and I'm like, oh, yeah. she sounds good. And it kind of works. You never would have thought mm -hmm. that this artist would evolve or, you know, like it didn't really because yeah. she didn't really interest me that much. You know, like back there was the a whole time where it seemed like every song of hers was just about becoming Dancing a woman. Until the world ends. Um, <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that, oh. that was a precursor to that. Until the world ends is good, though. That was like her kind of EDM era. Yeah, she yeah. kind of brought right. dubstep into pop music well jake you have a favorite britney song i rewatched a lot of videos today honestly i still think that it's baby one more time i like the first time i, I heard the song was when i watched a video uh, and i was like whoa holy shit this is something else it's a great song and it really uh resonates with me still she's got a lot of her bigger songs especially earlier in the 2000s you know uh are really resonant with me you see that thing on netflix where the guy's talking about how he made that song and how he made that claw it was like a guy who works for max martin and he's in the studio and he made the claw on the piano. And he's like, this is the hit claw. And it's like, oh, gotcha, and it does yeah. a little doo doo doo. And he's like, yeah, that's, yeah. I did, I wrote that first. And then we built it around that. And that's like, he he makes the claw with his hand to show you. I don't like, think the listeners can see the claw. <laughs> it's yeah, like it's the me making yeah, the claw. It's, it's a impressive when he <laughs> yeah. shows you the hit claw. You're like, wow, shit. He should get his hand in shirt. The Catholic schoolgirl thing, apparently Brittany, like, they pitched her some other ideas for it. And she's like, no, I want to dress up like a Catholic schoolgirl. 
and do this. Mm-hmm. And she was, she's smart. She made the right move. I always I forgot about the later parts. There's other, it's like, that, it's only the first third of the video where yeah, she's she dressed has like, like kind that. of and the breakaway ones, pants. Yeah, like, I haven't seen it in, a long in time, both actually, cases. They're sort of more like sporty workout gear. Yeah. Um, and look at watching that today drove home to me how much my wife uh, probably really looked up to and idolized uh, Brittany. Was this formative? She's like, oh yeah, I had the same Abercrombie pants that she wore in that, and like I learned the, all the choreography for that song. Also watching that song. Speaking of choreography, like the quality of her dancing, this maybe she her dance. I mean, she. It's, I will it's, say she she was a, a phenomenal dancer. She's still a yeah. dancer. She's yeah. like, I mean, okay, so like you know, obviously, she. Do you follow her on Instagram? I don't, but I looked at her Instagram oh. today, so I, yeah. I've seen some samples of it. She's having fun and she's free. Yeah. And oh yeah. Love that. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can you can tell that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, her dancing is that. like. She does like the most technical stuff and mm-hmm. like looks like she's doing it with like appearance of total fucking ease. It looks like almost Michael Jackson level to me. Think of like, her VMA performances. I mean, yeah, I I gotta look over that stuff again. Remember the Python? There was one year I feel like people came really hard on her and they criticized her like for how she was dancing. One year? It was like, <laughs> I don't know. This would have been like early to like you know like the mid two thousands. And I remember like she, it was like she had a comeback or something that people said, oh, she looked, she looked out of it or, you know, this that and that was, and criticizing. That was I didn't Skinny like Moore. It. That was when she yeah. came back. It's Britney, bitch. Oh, okay. And it was a little bit, you know, like lackadaisical, but, you know, she wanted to be back. That's yeah. good. You know, she wanted people to want back. to be back. I asked Allie about this too. Like I talked to her a little bit about the dancing and she's like, yeah, Britney's like, she's known more as a dancer yeah. than a singer. Like her, she's best got a distinctive voice, but like dancing is like really her thing. She's an all around performer. She's a whole package more or less. And her style of, of dancing, very much like hit your marks really sharply, kind of like, right. that's just true Britney style. But it's technical. It's fast. And she yeah. does it with such, such ease. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, Wait, it's does she do really it? Impressive. Like when you go see her live, she does that same. St- I mean, cause uh-huh. like you could, you can edit around whatever in a video, no, but like she is a performer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. She is a performer. I, I like Oops, I Did It Again. Nobody asked, but I like Oops, I Did It Again. I think Oops, I Did It Again is a great song, yeah. too. In that video, she introduces the I like Until the World Ends remix with Kesha and Nicki Minaj. I thought that's a good song. Think of the Toxic video, too. I mean. With the gloves? Is that the one with the fingerless gloves? Well, she starts out on the plane with the mm-hmm. blue Joseph Kahn. It's like she's a spy or something or an assassin. Yeah, and then it's she's like on the motorbike. James Bondy. And she's got the red yeah. hair. In that one, yeah. she's wearing the sequin bodysuit, uh, which she debuted a little bit earlier. She looks phenomenal in that sequin bodysuit. She does. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the, speaking of uh, Toxic, Marissa, have you, have you seen um, Promising Young Woman? No. Okay, there's a scene in that that uses a remix of the song. You mm-hmm. should see that movie; it's good. But um, I don't know who the remix is by, but uh, it's really appropriate for the scene, uh, and you would like it. Is it the one that's like a mashup with the B52s Love Shack? No, no <laughs> that, that comes up good in my too, Oh, I, a lot. I, I heard that one. I was on YouTube <laughs> looking for Britney songs yesterday, and I heard that. So I, I know which one you're talking about. It's cool. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. I think we could talk about how she's a gay icon, and I can see why because she's like super campy at times, um, mm-hmm. and also very drag at times but watching all the videos yes. today i was like oh yeah and like i'm currently uh watching rupaul's drag race oh you have uh, oh we could have talked we, about this all day <laughs> yeah yeah like uh, i've watched the last couple of seasons with my wife and friends uh, wait i got a question though are there any like top female performers and singers and dancers who aren't gay icons like it seems like i, I don't work it's, it's, it's a question of the, the level yeah, I think yeah, there yeah. Are some like charlie xcx is what? on the list is <laughs> no, much of read those comments man read the comments in the charlie okay. xcx videos and you would be led to believe something different uh, like as a singer she's good she definitely has a distinctive style i'm listening to oops i did it again today i couldn't help but thinking that her voice really she does this weird like creaky thing that kind of or like sometimes it makes oh, her voice yeah it's exactly like, I can't do it, it sounds like vocal singing, she sounds like a like <laughs> 
like when you stretch out the nozzle of a of a balloon and air escapes it. Like I'd have a hard time listening to a whole Britney Spears album. I think, like mm. I'm not talking bad. I, I'm I'm trying to be equanimous. I, I, I'm trying to approach her with equanimity. Like on a horse? No, no. Ec- ec- I've ec- considered ec- this thoughtfully. I think you should give Circus a listen. Okay, I feel like I've heard you know, but like again, I probably just heard the hits from it, right? So uh, I've yeah. heard many Britney Spears songs, but I've probably just heard the singles. Um, we should recall what um, Blender called one of the 25 sexiest moments in TV history, which is when um, she did the cover of the tongue. Like a Virgin with Christina Aguilera and they kissed mm-hmm. Madonna at the end. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she's really important in television history. Wait, what were the other 24 things that Blender named? Where was it on the list? Yeah, what was, was it the number, number one sure. thing? Or, it was Elvis it's, Presley, you know, being I on I mean, the, remember uh, when she was on Rolling Stone with the Teletubby? Like she's always kind of done oh. these little edgy moments of pushing her sexuality. Her, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. which very much straddles the line between sex bomb and young, innocent girl. That's a tough line to like it's a tightrope you have to have to navigate to be able to. And it kind of broke her or something. Break anybody. You know, for, like, how could yeah. you how could you navigate this this public like you have to keep up this public persona exactly in this pitch perfect way? Mm-hmm. I could imagine it would be really tough. Yeah. Like for yeah, me, I, mean, she's, I don't she's have one to of do those that. People who's like only a performer, like she started dance classes and all those classes at like age three she was like in like state Mickey competitions at age five she was star search yep yep all that shit like early from early on and you could tell because she's as pro as you can be at it you know but it it, it breaks you eventually um uh so like yeah 2006 like she had this stuff with the pictures of her, of her and her kid with her little like baby or very young son driving on her lap which um, i mean Okay. Have you ever put a kid in a car seat? Oh, true. I mean, we grew up in Ukiah. Like, I understand. Fucking, it's like, like yeah, I mean, I can understand if you're being chased by paparazzi, you're like, okay, this yeah. is a shortcut. It's going to take too long. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I've been like, you know, we grew up like in the back of a truck on the freeway, that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I saw it and I was like, this is kind of understandable for the moment. Do we really need to talk about the conservatorship? I know people understand that. No, that's like, I, she's I thinking... don't think that's really relevant. Just know that she was in the, under this uh, legal cloud over her where she had no control. Mm-hmm. And then she's recently become free of that. Yeah. And it's inspired these, you know, she's become the face of, I guess, a movement against that kind of stuff. And also she's back in the limelight. And I think she's garnered a bit of an underdog role now culturally. And so I think oh, yeah, she, yeah. a lot of people are paying attention to her now and are, are pushing her again. And also like, being critical of like the media and the way media oh the way the media treated her 20 years ago celebrities Mm -hmm. in general yeah 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 Yeah, Um, that documentary kind of checked people's yes you know katie Kirk, or just like the way anybody kind of spoke to her back then was excusable and it's it's not one thing in particular was i remember there was a uh, what's the name of the guy he made these documentaries about uh fahrenheit 9-11 and it was about michael moore yeah, Michael Moore made this documentary in which she the, he asked her about the war in Iraq and and if she thinks it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Basically, like you wouldn't ask her about that sort of thing. So she gives some she gives like a kind of a dumb answer, you know, like well, uh, she just like not, said we should stand behind the president, President Bush or whatever. And like yeah. it's, in yeah. 2003, a lot of fucking people were saying that. Well, not, I, I not just I, that, but like you're talking to somebody who's like basically a child, you know, not a child, but like yeah. a young, very young person who is not. The reason that they're in front of a camera is not because they have a nuanced opinion about foreign policy, right? And to expect that out of somebody like that, I just think it's like almost like an act of cruelty. Like you're just like, yeah. no, it's a this, setup. I, I, yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. Just, a setup. Yeah, it's unfair. I want to bring up a friend who I, a friend of ours had a really good idea once for a tattoo, which was a portrait of Britney Spears with a banner that said on the top would say my loneliness and the bottom would say is killing me. Oh yeah. It's a great idea for a tattoo. Unfortunately, this guy never got it. And he is also uh, no longer with us, but um, I think, 
Britney should, like Harry Styles, be in a Marvel movie. After watching all these videos and seeing her dressed up in all these ways, she's I think she's got acting chops. I never saw Crossroads, but I think she has at least enough to like she could be like an eternal or an Asgardian or some kind of like alien or something like that. The last time I saw Crossroads was probably like after a homecoming dance or something, but it was again at my friend Jackie's house, but it ended and immediately she rewound it and put it right back on. Oh, wow. <laughs> you got to just get, take it like back to back. Just yeah. do it. Man. Just double feature. Shout out to Jackie, by the way. Crossroads was about her growing yeah, to be a... shout out to Jackie. <laughs> she was not a girl, but not yet a woman, right? Yeah. She's not yeah. selling her soul to the devil. That's what that whole no, other it's one. Like Robert Jensen. Life was about. Same, same deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I'm ready to rank Britney Spears. Okay. I'm ready if you two are. Um, Is there so any number that's, that's like jumping out to either of you? My, my concern here, there's a couple of things that are of concern to me. There's two very comparable things on the list. Um, one is 10 share and the other is Harry Styles, which is where's Harry Styles mm. at? Um, mm. Wait, number 18. And the, both of these things, I think, especially Harry Styles are, are sort of, um, their place on the list is sort of an anomaly. Um, and both of these things, I think, uh, I, I like Britney Spears. I'm not sure about Cher, but... Well, Britney uh, does a rendition of The Beat Goes On on her debut album. Who's The Beat Goes On by? Is that Cher? Cher. Sonia Cher. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know, like, one of their songs, I think. The, I got Okay. You, so, Wait, let me, let, let's look at other, mm, like, other people. You're not looking at Prince, though, also. Well, yeah. Prince, I think, deserves to be where he is. Cher, I'm like, it's more questionable to me about that ranking. That's it's, I'm, I'm, what I'm pointing out here is things that are going to be blind spots for me, like items that I should, I kind of have to ignore where they are. I got a number for you. Go ahead. Around somewhere around number forty-one, which is Klaus Nomi. Ooh, excuse me. What? Now, Klaus I... Nomi, shorter career than Britney Spears, uh, a tremendous voice, but maybe not, uh, not as like. Not as successful, not, not as popular, yeah. and whatnot, but had a life tragically cut short. But like, yeah. did the same, like fundamentally the same job as Britney Spears, just in a much different way than Britney Spears did. Right. That's somebody who maybe is comparable. I'm just throwing it out there as a, as a number, right? That's legitimate. Uh, to, to, uh, do you guys think let's higher start or lower? Closer to where Harry Styles is, because the... <laughs> okay. so Harry Styles is so Klaus Nomi was forty one, and Harry I agree. Styles is I... brand new. Let's talk legacy. Harry Styles is maybe too high. We, when we ranked Harry Styles, we were ranked it with two people who uh, had just gone to a Harry Styles concert. This was after having been ago. in quarantine for two years. They convinced us that we maybe should rank Harry Styles based on his potential, uh, and we ended up doing mm. that. Um, and so maybe he's maybe it's an anomaly there. Every so often we uh, we. We garner all the power we can um, and we re-rank something. We can't do that now because it's a much more complicated process. But I think Harry Styles might be a contender for being re-ranked at some point. So uh, I I wouldn't even put him that much lower. I just think that where he is, he could be a bit lower. But anyways, we'll see if we have the power and strength to do that. If he ushers in a new era of peace and love and and, and everything like they promised he would in the next 18 months, then that's different. But since he hasn't yet, it might might be that we Yeah, but we could all do great things in the future, but we're not ranking that, right? Yeah, uh, he's yeah, so young I mean, though. He, he he still could. You never know. Um, Ranking potential. So I think that or the strategy would be to sort of ignore Harry Styles, <laughs> right now. Hmm. Um, let's think about some other things. This, like, okay. <laughs> okay, so here we've got a couple performers further, a little bit further down, twenty nine and thirty. Weird Al Yankovic and Bruce Springsteen. That's somewhere where I would have trouble putting Britney above those guys. I think Bruce Springsteen. Cool for you know America iconography whatever, right. but he doesn't mean he, anything to you. No, personally. absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. what about um, Weird Al Yankovic though? Um, I have an appreciation thing? for Weird Al. <laughs> yeah, I sat next to his parents at the airport one time in oh, Maui. Wow. He lives in Maui. Marissa, you know about his parents? What happened to his parents? No. Oh God! What, are they I'm going to tell the story really quickly. Oh my God! Um, they passed away. Really? They passed away from uh, a gas leak in their house. They both died, and Weird Al had a show that night. Oh. And he learned about it right before the show. 
and he had to decide whether or not he was going to perform. And he thought about it and was like, my parents would want me to go ahead and do the show to make people happy. And so he performed uh, that night, made it through it. Uh, and that's the story. You think when there's a Weird Al movie that comes out, that's going to be the yeah. pivotal scene? You know, there's the a Weird Al movie coming out starring uh, Harry Potter. So they're, they're that's going to be right the pivotal now. scene in the movie, I imagine, right? I, like I would think happen. so, yeah. yeah. I the whole thing's so. going to be in flashback and he's going to go on and sing Eat It at the end? Yeah. So, Marissa, knowing that, like, does that affect your uh, judgment? of? Uh, uh, oh, you humanized it. That's good. Well, now yeah. I was thinking about the parents that I sat next to. They were so proud of him. They were telling everyone next oh, to man. them that they were visiting their son, oh. Weird Al. <laughs> Oh so how could, how could you put Britney above that? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> no, Bruce Springsteen because... is, is also a performer like Britney Spears. Plays the sold out shows, you know, big arenas and whatnot, but also is a songwriter. Yeah. So that's like uh, another he's element. he's not a dancer, not like Britney is. And that's a type yeah, of he creativity. Has a, he has a stage presence. Like you saw him at the Super Bowl and he was really going for it. He's 60 years old or something. He's in his 60s. Yeah. So it's okay, pretty impressive. Okay, think about this though. Weird Al's parody for Britney was, oops, I'm pregnant again. That's not good. That's oh, not wow. clever. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the quality on that alone is just <laughs> not his best work. No, we should push him down. I, I was not aware of that. Uh, so, is this <laughs> kind of want to hear it? Is this a sticking point? So, Marissa, you would prefer him to be a little uh, okay. Uh, so, prefer her to be somewhere above that. I think she should be close to share. I um oh, wow. also really I feel unequipped to really rank share. You know, I feel more. Yeah. Oh, none more of us are really equipped to rank anybody. Share. Like, we don't have any qualifications or special expertise. Like, you know, I we just to the, have the share episode last night. You did? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Do you think um, we yeah, gave sure. her a fair assessment, or do you think I do? But I mean, is she producing anything relevant now? I mean, okay, <laughs> some could argue that Britney is not either. But I think that yeah. she's still part of the zeitgeist. Yeah. I mean, well, we are talking about ranking people on their potential. Uh, Brittany has more potential ahead of her just based on her age in relation to Cher versus Cher. Well, you could say the same for Weird Al Yankovic or Bruce Springsteen it's, or Bill Murray true, yeah, on yeah. here, too. And, I think and it's also, hard when we rank human beings. I think it's we it's, it gets really tough when we're ranking a human being and, and a life. One of these people could have like done some wonderful thing in charitable work that we don't know about, for example. Yeah. So it's hard because it, it gets to us talking about people's artistic output or their, you know, their their presence in the world or something or, you know, what they mean symbolically. And it's tough because these are real human beings. And it's what? hard to say that one human being is more, more or less. What if we other, sort of we, split the difference by putting your. I, Somewhere. I have a hard time putting her above Bruce Springsteen. She's I really do. She's got to be above Harry. I mean, come on. <laughs> Again, maybe as that's as me as a middle-aged white guy. It's like I have a real, uh, I have I a just, real appreciation yeah, totally. for the guy. Part of the reason we have guests on here that aren't middle-aged white guys is to temper, uh, that's, you know, those that's a good point. That's in a good in point. So yeah. okay, how about this? So Bruce Springsteen, as we said, is at uh, number thirty. Shares at number ten. Right in between there is Volcanoes at number twenty. Okay, sh- I'm sorry, but Harry Styles, I know anomaly, but like we can't put Britney. Come on. You can't get hung up on that. Think about the volcano. (laughs) Can you put, think about how awesome a volcano is. Like, let's take all the people off. Pretend there are no other people on the list right now. Agreed. So ignore all the people right now. And just think about like. Okay, so dogs. The Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, You're you're talking about air. You know what I mean? You're talking about yeah. uh, 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 things like we're ta- we're going out of the world of artistic endeavor right now. And so I'm taking all these things out. Like, think about pickles. Do you like pickles? Um, I just kind of got involved with pickles recently. Oh. But yeah. I so just while, while we're on the subject, do you, have, do you have a take on bread and butter pickles? Oh, yeah. Your husband um, has a controversial take. I know that Jade likes bread and butter pickles. You know what's funny is that um, when Jade and I jinx each other, we say Cornish on after. Oh, because one okay. time we jinxed each other saying Cornish on, and it was so silly. But, was but it just? Were you talking about pickles at the time? Not like it. Yeah, I, well, we were talking about Cornish on. Okay, good job avoiding the bread and butter controversy. Yeah, that's good. So you let's go back to the it. list, though. So um, Phil wants you to imagine that uh, Brittany is the only uh, artistic person ever to have existed. Yeah. 
uh, and and we're and we're looking like around All, only on the volcanoes and the Golden Gate Bridge. Yes, yeah, don't think about Harry Styles. Okay, the Golden Gate Bridge to me is meaningless. Well, you you're coming from a different geographical region than Jake and I are. So to us, yeah. we grew up in a place where that's like the only connection to the rest of America because we. What about the Bay you know, Bridge? Like, oh yeah, well. Uh, uh, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's, cool. The Golden Gate Bridge is like a truly iconic piece of architecture. Uh, yeah, and, a marvel uh, well of engineering, sure. But yeah. yeah, yeah. But then there's Britney. Well, okay. Well, um, let's think about volcanoes. Volcanoes are a necessary part of like the life cycle of of the Earth itself. It's how continents like. That's how, how many like, active volcanoes are there right now, though? A lot, oh, but like, they're, and they're, and I, and it's like they're incredible. When I hear it about an active volcano, I want to know more about it. I'm like, let me know about it. Is there is it raining ash down? Is there going to be a new Hawaii? Like, do you like Hawaii? That's because of volcanoes. I oh, that's understand a good point. that, yes. and I know like, you like, like Hawaii. So, like, Brittany never the did. She never created any islands. So, like, I, I'm not really? to run her down. Like, mm. she's got a nice. I like the kind of croaky voice, and and I like her songs and whatnot. But I, we got to put some. We got to keep it in some perspective, right? Okay, but Kerplunk, then. I mean, okay. listen, I appreciate Kerplunk, but one album, you know, arguably Green Day's best album, versus <laughs> a whole freaking. The repertoire of oh, the legendary I, Miss Britney Spears. Wait, Marissa, me. what about Britney's worst song? What's her worst song? Ooh, ooh. See, because we're talking well, about. I listened to one the other day. I was trying to like brush up a little, and there was one with the Yin Yang twins, and it was oh. it didn't hit at all. When we talk about <laughs> Britney, we're talking about also her worst song. We're also talking about anything she did that we don't like, or like you remember when she was um she and Justin Timberlake had that all denim out everything outfit next <laughs> yeah, to each other. Yeah, but that's camp. Yeah, okay. Phil. Don't you oh, understand shit. camp? Um, yeah, I don't know. Marissa's wearing me down here. You, you're making a yeah, good stand. She, she's yeah. indefatigable. So it's like I know I'm not, not going to get past Hank Williams probably. So let's do. Well, something. Hank Williams is a bad guy though. It's true. Okay. Well, Brittany yeah. is not. Brittany has a heart of gold, and everybody knows it. Okay. Let's put her. She's the most tender-hearted person. <laughs> you know what? She's going to go over. Put her over Hank Williams then. Yeah. Let's right. put her below Hank Williams. Pee Wee is Why? also problematic. Let's, Let's yeah. put her right Hank below Hank Williams. Hank Williams. Hank Williams. Hank like, Williams is waving a gun around, man. Why? Why not put her over Hank? He Williams? He didn't kill anybody, and neither did Britney. But Hank Williams uh, probably kills is, people. Is more instrumental in like the early formation, early years of a genre of music, an entire genre of music that. Uh, so is Britney, and so really is Britney. Like, like, Listen, she's we're talking about bubblegum pop. It's true, and Hank is more directly responsible for Florida Georgia Line than even Britney is. So I guess but, I guess we could put her above above Hank but Williams. But Hank Williams, I bet if you ask any geek off the street, they don't know who Hank Williams. is. Is, but they know who Britney is. That's not necessarily. It depends a good what thing, street but... you're on. I think. <laughs> I think I it think... depends what geeks you ask. But the ones yeah. I'm asking definitely know Britney. <laughs> yeah, I've been asking a lot of geeks on the street things, but it's like right in front of my house, so they know who I am. So they know I'm liable to ask these questions of them. Uh, Marissa, your determination and resiliency has worn me down. I'm happy with putting uh, Britney Spears above Hank Williams. Yes. At number fifteen. Yes. That's what you call it, grit. <laughs> okay, so right. Britney Spears goes in at number 15, moving uh, Hank Williams to number 16. And let us take a break, and then we will come back and rank the next thing. Welcome back, and uh, we're going to rank the next topic. And the next topic is submitted by Thad. Yeah, show. Thad's a super and submitter. Thad had something on the last episode as well. The thing we're going to rank next is alternative milks. Now, as I understand it, this means like a soy milk, an almond milk, a peanut milk, uh, uh, oat, oat, yeah, uh, a hemp, yeah, 
These um, are non-dairy milks. We're yeah, not talking cashew, about goat milk. There's cashew milk. I don't yeah. think. Do we? Are we counting like kefir? What's kefir? I don't think. I think we're talking about. It's non-dairy like a fermented milks. yogurt kind of vibe. I don't know if that counts as an alternative milk. I think it. I think it means non-dairy milks. We're talking about okay. replacements for milk that are non-dairy. You know about there's a legal issue with this where they're trying to get a definition of milk because basically calling something milk. Uh, like uh, dairy producers don't like it because yeah. because they think well we we th- we should have a definition of milk and you shouldn't be allowed to call it milk if it's you know if it's a milk substitute or if it's a you know if but it's, like yeah. is this true like if aloe like if you squeeze over an aloe plant isn't that the milk exactly exactly right. and that's so what people pointed I mean, to that in the English language there's a long the history too. of using milk to describe any substance yeah. that's secreted by things not just you know, not just dairy milk. And so these people shouldn't like they're, they yeah. they lost their case or whatever. Well, that's why they call it silk. They've taken a hard hit, though, you know, because yeah. like yeah. it, like I would imagine more and more people have this. I was thinking like something like half the population of Earth, adult population of Earth is lactose intolerant. Maybe yeah. less. It's like it's like 40 percent or something. Yeah. So it seems like it would be like if people like if they want to have wet cereal and if they want to have something in their coffee, like it's going to have to be something besides milk. I've, I've baked with almond milk and I, I like it. It's weird because almond milk is a pretty new thing, relatively speaking. Like I remember right. the first time I ever saw it. I was in yeah. New York City. I went to a place for breakfast. They said like, oh, yeah, we got this. It's almond milk. And I was like, what? Say that again, you know. <laughs> but now it's yeah. a, the most everyday thing you can imagine. To me now, it's crazy. The idea of drinking a whole glass of milk, which I used to do, which I and like probably most of us used to do as a kid. Like you drink just... out of the carton, I bet. Yeah. Like drinking a glass of milk with like a steak or something it's just crazy but um uh, but i would I, I i will drink dairy milk sometimes like i'm not against drinking it but i prefer to use alternatives i started i was drinking soy milk for a long time but then i'm mostly vegetarian so i eat a lot of soy i got really worried about becoming a soy boy so i yeah. switched up to it's hard on the tummy oh uh, yeah. yeah that's true too um but i switched to almond milk i learned that almond milk like it takes a fucking you know like so much water for an almond tree to even think about producing almonds. But you don't use that many almonds to make almond milk. Like I made, I made almond milk. You just grind them up in the blender and you, it's like a handful of almonds makes a cup of milk. Yeah, but that handful of almonds took like an Olympic-sized pool to make or something. And they're very expensive. I, that's true. true. They're expensive. Uh, so yeah, switched... but oat milk tastes like uh, Cheerios like at the bottom of the bowl, you know, like because it's just it tastes it has like a Cheerio vibe to it. I'm not, I'm not an that's good, guy. isn't it? And then not for me, but you know, I'm not going to criticize. I'm pretty I don't inexperienced like milk. with like, I'm kind of disgusted milks. by milk. I'm not even vegetarian, but like milk, if you think about it just for a little bit, like what you're doing, yeah. like imagine if you landed on an alien planet and you're like, what do these people eat? Well, they eat like the milk of this other species that they trap and they put like it in. Like the stuff Luke Skywalker eats. Oh, that blue stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm kind of disgusted by milk. Yeah. But if the aliens land and they're like, oh, they eat this almond extract. Juice. Yeah, but that makes more sense. You're like, there's a nut that's in the ground, and you mix water with it. There's not. It doesn't have to be a whole other animal. It seems totally the pointless. Yeah, like, that's why it's yeah. alternative milks. Like, why does this whole animal have to be here just for me to put something on my cereal? Like, that doesn't really make sense to me. And I've yeah. cooked, like, I baked. I, you know, you can bake without milk. Like, you don't. I, I made mashed yeah. potatoes with almond milk, and it was fine. I don't use the vanilla almond milk, of course. Use the unflavored kind. But I, I was able. I made mashed potatoes. I'm like, these are good mashed potatoes. Like, it's you know, there was butter in it, of course, so it wasn't like it was non dairy. But I'm just saying, like, I don't have a lot of love for dairy milk. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion, like, there's other dairy stuff, like cream for cooking and like cheese. I, I love cheese. It's you know, I'm starting to have issues with dairy, I think, but I love cheese. But um, milk. I don't think there's any. There's very few things that dairy milk just itself does that isn't improved or at least just as good coming from a an alternative milk and also well, there's big the issues with dairy does? milk what's the number one use for milk to you marissa i don't know you you eat cereal i don't come across milk very often to be fair oh. <laughs> what about alternative coffee? milks 
Uh, yeah, I, I use a creamer. So is that an alternative milk? Would we say that? Like a, you know, like a vanilla creamer. Is it cream? Because cream is from it's milk. A, I mean, it's a lot of creamer is non-dairy, though, isn't it? I think it's non-dairy. I think it I, is. So is this alternative? Um, is it milk? I, I, I would personally call that alternative cream, not an alternative yeah. milk. But like, right. it's close. It's close enough, I but think. Even, like, um, growing up, I had non-fat milk. And so okay, that's right. kind of just been the only milk. I, I haven't yeah. even had oat milk. I've never had you know, a, a coconut milk. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm, oh, yeah. I'm really inexperienced in the world of alternatives. So do you like, in theory, have any reasons you'd like the alternative milk over dairy milk? Um, well, if you've never had these alternative milks, then how are you going to rank this? Well, the production is my, I guess my question, like dairy milk requires I know dairy that they cows. are more expensive. Um, well, sometimes they the, are because the, 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 the price of milk gets set by the, you know, by the state somehow. Hmm. <laughs> okay. oh, so. Sounds like pretty neutral. Do you want to yeah, guess I, I... I don't. I, I'm not indifferent, but I don't have yeah. any deep set feelings about this. Right. I'm ready for Jake to say a number. What, what's a food okay. on here, Jake, that we can uh, like? Let me look at some food. Yeah, so I, I, I like it. I'm, I mainly use it. Um, well, I do put oat milk in my smoothies so and i so i use it every day and i if i'm having a bowl of cereal which i might have okay not at home but sometimes on tour um i i use it so i do use it somewhat regularly let's look for some foods here i'm gonna see oh, yeah. um triscuits at 182 oh, oh higher yeah. than triscuits for sure uh at 36 I mean, although i do like triscuits um 36 is pizza higher or lower than that i think lower than bagels lower than pancakes uh which are at 65 66 and then at 67 we have tuna melt Lower I've never had a tuna milk. Lower okay. than tuna milk. They're pretty good. Oh, they're, they're fantastic. Um, at 87 is rye Incredible. bread. I think it could go lower than that. 91 it's is grilled cheese. It's got to go below cheese. rye bread. Rye bread's the best. So at 93, we have movie theater popcorn. I kind of want to put it above that because I personally, like my my spot would be somewhere between. And so at 91, we have grilled cheese and 93, movie theater popcorn. You got to move grilled cheese up. Well, I mean, you I... weren't the guest. You have to come on the show when we're talking about grilled cheese. I'm on the show. Yeah, we missed it. There's nothing we could do. So, Is okay, dipping I mean, sauce all sauces? Any sauce to dip? Sauce that you in? use for dipping. Yeah, mainly ah. stuff you use that you use yeah. to dip like things. Barbecue sauces, uh, honey, or... honey mustard, yeah. ramekin things. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. nice. Okay. And, and looking at that, I think that I don't need to put it above dipping sauce, uh, oh. but I do need to put put it above Taco Bell, the food chain. So dipping sauce mean, is ninety four. Taco Bell's one twenty. I feel like people use alternative milks more than they use dipping sauces. Oh uh, yeah, okay. I mean, dipping sauce sure is good, but um, but you're right. Alternative milk is well, used more. Frequently. The thing is, because like I could have milk if I had to. If you yeah. don't have dipping sauce and you have to just you you have nothing to dip things in, that's it. awful. But if you if you didn't have alternative milk, of course it's right in the name. You could just use milk. So yeah, I don't know. There's not many other alternatives. So I kind of think that's why dipping sauce is hot, is is I feel like be higher. Rye bread is polarizing though. Do you not it agree? Is. Um, it I is. love it. So you know that's the problem with the, if there's a show because I, I'm on every episode. So so you're just you gonna know, dig I, your heels in on rye bread. Mm-hmm. I, oh, yeah, I pushed rye bread. Rye bread, Actually, I think I got yeah. higher. I wish it was higher. I think it should be in the top 10, personally. How is but, rye bread you know, higher than grilled cheese? Well, you use oh. rye bread to make a grilled cheese. <laughs> Most people don't, but sure. <laughs> All right. Well, to, to each his own, as we say, right? Okay. Um, so how about, how about this? It seems to me that both Marissa and I were thinking about putting it above Dippin' Sauce. That's fine with me. So I'd also would want to put it above movie theater popcorn because it doesn't get a, stuck in your teeth. But not above Bon Jovi, I don't think. Movie theater All popcorn right. gives me a headache. Not that I've been to yeah. the movies in five years, but it always gives me a headache. Wait, so I'm happy. Like that's it. that's weird. <laughs> maybe it's I've never heard of somebody loud. getting a headache from movie theater popcorn, but um, maybe it's movies that give. You I think a the movies give me a headache. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> probably it, more like it. Honestly, it could be it. <laughs> kind um, of a movie. So, are we good at that placement? Yeah, I'm good if Marissa signs off on it. Marissa, you sign off on this? Sure. Sure, sure. Okay, sure. thanks. 
Um, so alternative milks go in at number 93, moving movie theater popcorn to number 94. And we will take a break and come back and rank the next thing. Hey, welcome back. We had to take a break after that. It got pretty heated. And uh, now we're ready to discuss the next one, which is leather jackets. So leather yeah, jackets. Marissa submitted this. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a jacket made out of leather. Now, correct me. Um, it's a and leather is the height of a of a of a cow. It's been tanned. Or it's been I don't yeah. know. They treated it. Or what do you do? They, I don't first, know. they killed you make it. Leather. Well, yeah, of course. And then you wear it, and it's cool. Um, I think you wear it when you ride on a motorcycle, and it protects you from a crash. And you know, like it's it, it's very stiff, oh, yeah. right? And it can look really cool. It has sometimes it'll have like zippers or studs on it. Um, I'm trying. Sometimes to it'll of, be like dyed, like a. Mm-hmm. It'll be paint or like oh, red, red like or michael something. jackson thriller yeah mm-hmm. yeah like michael jackson yeah. thriller or um, eddie murphy raw or eddie murphy raw yeah two things yeah, yeah. that are not problematic uh <laughs> the the are, i want to before we get into it are we including like fake leather jackets in this conversation so, you guys i think we should include the vegan option like any good okay. i don't know it's just, just leather just like, I mean, but leather just like i leather. did with turkey bacon swiss sandwiches i included the vegan option so i think it's fair to include the so maybe we'll call it i don't know man if it said a wool blanket would you say we could talk about polyester blanket too probably a blanket if it mimicked wool um i'm fine with that you know what marissa was the one that submitted it she could tell us yeah I exactly her. and marissa yeah. did yeah. i think so yeah we're talking about the iconography of the leather jacket right Oh yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. So, yeah, Ramon so, on the Ramones album cover, you see yeah. all the Ramones in leather jacket. You say, yeah, that's Which, what's up. Who do you think is the coolest a person has ever looked in a leather jacket? Joy Ramone. Him specifically. Okay. Also, yeah, <laughs> I was <something> embarrassed. <laughs> I did. I thought they were all brothers. <laughs> oh yeah, because they got the same last name. That makes sense. Yeah, I was like, yeah, totally. like yeah. a crew yeah. of bros. But they're not. <laughs> well, also like they look. You know, they. they Took me a while. <laughs> I don't know. Some of them probably are related, right? Yeah, I they would have imagine. the same hair. I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. um, that's that's not on me. <laughs> Joy Ramon's a good answer. I mean, this is not the uh, classic I, type of leather jacket that you think of, but Indiana Jones wears a leather jacket, oh. and he. Oh, looks I really thought it cool. was suede. I thought is that not something? No, like he's got leather. like a good kind of like a pilot almost jacket. You know, like a. It is, yeah, or maybe a flight yeah, jacket or some flight, sort of yeah. leather flight jacket. Uh, is yeah. suede not leather? It's Suede's inside leather, out, isn't it? It's leather. That's the other side. Of yeah, leather. it's a type of leather. I think. Marlon Brando, very cool. Danny oh, Zuko yeah, from yeah, Greece. Yeah. I mean, wild True. ones uh, on the motorcycle, mm-hmm, like an mm-hmm. outlaw. You know, you see a like an outlaw image. I get that. Um, Arthur Fonzarelli. Th- yes. Yeah, Eddie Murphy raw, where yeah. he has a it's a it's red. It looks it's really red. cool. You know, you say, he has, and, he, and he pairs it with leather pants. Uh, and you're like, wow, color, that looks expensive. Nice. You know. Yeah. I would argue, though, that not everybody can pull off a leather jacket. Okay, that's a good segue into the story I'm about to tell. Okay. So one time in my 20s, I was still in college in Santa Cruz, but I was back home in Ukiah, and um, my mom wanted to buy me some clothes or something. She was gonna ready to spend some money on me. I guess it was maybe my birthday or something, because she didn't have a lot of money to go around, you know? But... um. And I decided I, I needed a fucking leather jacket, like like a black leather jacket. This is a time when I had, I think, sideburns and slick oh, back a mustache? hair. A mustache? Yeah. mustache? Not a mustache, yeah. no. <laughs> but I might have had one of the little uh, the little uh, flavor savers. But but yeah. I definitely, I'm pretty certain I had some sort of chops, sideburns. Well, you lived in a rockabilly um, epicenter at that time. And too, I did live where, in a rockabilly epicenter. It, and and, I was and like, you couldn't help, like, if you lived in Santa Cruz, and probably it's still like this, there's like an era of uh, a rockabilly dad that, like, kind of, True, a fog true, that comes over that whole region and it's like even if even if you're not intentionally seeking it out it like it makes you a very extremely rockabilly you know so yeah, it makes sense true but, but uh, i'd like to point out that like a not everybody was dressed like that especially like not in all the circles i ran in and b like i was i was at best a poser so anyways my mom brings me to this store we buy in ukiah so we buy leather jackets there's not a lot of selection there but i'm like i gotta get it you know um mm-hmm. it was really imp- impulsive and she's like you sure you want it you know she had she had her doubts and i was like yes and so i got it and the leather jacket that i got 
um, had shoulder pads. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so but, like, how big were the shoulder pads? They were like, like they were. They were oh, so was, there the the was there fringe on the shoulders? That would no. There's badass. no fringe. It was like it was like a classic leather motorcycle jacket, but yeah. with shoulder pads that you couldn't. Probably good in a motorcycle. They just made my shoulders look bigger than they should have, and they were like they were they weren't like. You could see them, you know. Um, in fact, Ali, my wife, recently looked at a photo of me with this leather jacket on, which, by the way, I didn't have for long. But, you know, and she was like, that set of shoulder pads in it? And I was like, yeah. Um, so I, I took it back to school, was wearing it around. And I don't think I looked great in it. But um, anyways, at some point, I stopped by a house that I used to stop by on my way home from school. Uh, some some friends lived at. Is it called um, the Crappy? No, it wasn't. This is okay. in Santa Cruz. <laughs> Um, but so this is just a friend's house that I stopped at. I took my leather jacket off. I put it on their front uh, on a, a couch right inside their living room and then went in the back room and hung out for a while. I came back out and the leather jacket's gone. And they're like, I was like, where's the leather jacket? And they're like, oh no, I, I think somebody came in from outside like a street person and took <laughs> and stole the leather jacket and now it's gone. And I'm pretty sure that these guys did me a favor of like getting rid of this, like, <laughs> like uh, at least it was at least a hundred, maybe a couple hundred dollars leather jacket. Oh. That I just didn't look good in, um, and nobody was willing. They to just tell retired me that, it for so. you. They retired well, it for or, me. Or also, what did they do with it? Did they just like throw it in a ditch? I never saw it again. So like, you could uh, always get money for leather goods. Like, yeah, you know, that's I mean, something I know. And maybe somebody did come in off the street. It was like downtown Santa Cruz, so that kind of stuff might happen. Like, there's junkies and whatnot down there. But um, I, I do suspect they traded it for copper wiring or piping. <laughs> maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe. But I, I really do suspect that these people were just doing me a favor um, at great cost. Uh, but they did it. Just the cost of my mom <laughs> spent on the leather jacket. Oh my god, that makes um, me sad now. Should <laughs> I be? Okay. Should I be? Uh, like, are you just putting a positive spin on this? Like, you, I feel like you had some real violence done to you. Well, not no, pro- property. No, crime, not at actually, all. Literally, not at all. Okay, you missed the um, jacket. You want to go? You want no, to no. Jacket? And I look I at pictures of it. And I... Going the way that like moms always kind of buy you the thing you want, but the wrong thing, you know? Oh yeah, because yeah. that's if, very like, much. The if case. I had, if I had been more patient and like gone to, she got him a vest, the, gone, gone out of Ukiah, gone somewhere that like sold like real leather jackets that don't have shoulder pads, I might have yeah. gotten something. You want to look like Joey Ramone? You didn't. You you yeah. didn't want. You wanted to look like what's the guy from um, Motorhead? You want to look like yeah. I, I like. I wanted Money. to look like well, or yeah, something like that. And what I looked <laughs> like Everyone was does, right? was yeah. Ford Fairlane. Oh, nice. You know, um, I saw a guy get in a motorcycle crash once in San Francisco and he was unharmed. And I think it was because the leather jacket protected him, you know, like yeah, he was walking around. He like I always thought like a crash in a motorcycle is deadly always, you know, but he was just walking about. So I thought, oh, the leather must have protected that guy. So and it's let's really take into account to- that. It saved these lives of people. Yeah. It is really difficult to make something that is that protective. I think that's not leather. I could be wrong about this. Um, but my big issue with leather is it requires killing animals. Um, so it, so yeah. I it killed the cow, I wouldn't wear but leather it saved the, the moto man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a tough transaction to make. You know, yeah. in Dungeons and Dragons also, uh, the, the wizards, they can't wear regular armor. They can only wear leather armor. So I assume that means leather jackets. Right? Oh, why? Is it because uh, other armor is more easily to, like, Make it messes a chance with against? the spells or something? I don't I, know. That makes sense. Yeah. Yes, a lot, yeah. I think a I lot think of you could pierce leather, though. Yeah, but they have yeah. spells to if like. I don't know. I, I don't really understand why why it is. I, maybe it's just because the game wouldn't be fair if they could also walk around. And I don't know. I I just know that they can't wear. They have to wear leather, and I assume that means like a leather jacket. But it was before zippers and Dungeons and Dragons. You don't have zippers, so I don't know what it looked like. So they didn't look like Lemmy from Motorhead. They were dressed like someone else. So uh, I'm sorry. I, that was a tangent, and it, and it didn't it didn't get us any closer to putting them on the list. Are we prepared to go to the list with it, or do you got I, anything I else? I am. If you, Marissa, are I don't... um, I had like okay. So you got well, notes. Go ahead. I think that like. If you're a motorcyclist that's a gang affiliate, it's also a signifier. 
Oh, which true. Could yeah, be totally, totally. Good you can tear your bad. patches off if you if you because you kind of want to know so you could be polite to people. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it's a good warning sign. It's like the flower that like is mm-hmm. brightly colored, so you know that it's poisonous. Correct. And you know not to eat it. Precisely. Okay, that's good. So it's useful as a tool in that um, way. I think if you wear a jacket like this and you think it looks cool, then that's good for you. But like, you know, there's also, we're talking about moto kind of style biker jackets, but there's like definitely a a leather, um, like a a knee length. (laughs) Right. Trench. Oh, oh, like what Blade wears. Yeah. Oh, Blade. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Or or like in the Matrix where, are those leather or are those something else? That's, I always thought that was like some kind of, uh, I would say they're included because they're leather. They're like, they represent leather jackets. They're like, they're included in our replacement. I get it. Uh, Yeah. You you interpret them in the mind as leather jackets. So if we're talking about what Blade wears now, that's a whole different story. If we're talking about what Blade wears and what Wizards wear, like, and and even what Rockabillies wear too, I'm kind of like, and the Ramones. So like, and Marlon Brando too. And Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah. So leather jackets I mean, are kind of going high. Cool. <laughs> Although you feel bad for the cows, right? But then we've already said that it includes synthetic leather. So yeah. 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 Uh, so like like his, it's only historical cows that have already passed away that have, have passed away. Yeah. So like a them, vintage leather jacket. Terrible. Do you ha- take yeah. any issue with that if you found I'm, like no? A and I'm, one? I might wear one if 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 I was I might wear one. I wear totally. leather shoes. That's the, no different, except they're on my feet, you know, rather than on uh, my torso. Shall we rank it? Are we are we ready now? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know where to put it. I, I, I somebody has to throw out a name. Okay, so let's look at a, the t- the highest number. ranked item of clothing is Rod Laver's shoes, which is ranked oh, highly like those. because those are Phil really loves those. Um, I I'm willing to put leather jackets above that, but I don't know. Now I've never had a leather jacket. I'm not an outlaw like the two of you. I'm not a rebel. I'm not like a. a, a that's just like not my. It's not my thing. So it's like I don't know if I could put it. Like I don't have a lot of firsthand experience wearing leather jackets. Do you think? Yeah. You could pull off a leather jacket. I, I don't think it's for me. I don't think I would have that Marlon Brando with the hat. You know that the the hat that the he jaunty, wears and yeah. which wild ones. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I never. I've never really thought I could do it. And also, it's like a big commitment. Like. To get I can a see you in the Indiana Jones jacket, yeah, or like a oh. like a snowy river jacket. Like I yeah, saw snowy river wearing sure. one recently. Yeah, huh? yeah, snowy river. Yeah, those are those are good. Those are that's a name that uh, not everybody understand, pick... but it's a reference it's a to Sherpa. the man from snowy It's like river. a like a Levi Sherpa, you know. Yeah, it's, oh, it's I know one the of those one. jackets. I know the it's one. made out of like the nice tan leather with, and with it's got furry wool inside. Fringes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. But yeah, like, I'm not opposed to it. I just, you know, I'm just telling you, like, I'm going to have to lean on the two of you to rank this. Yeah. So, uh, so Rod Labors is ranked kind well, of, of course, to, trying to, to distract you and, 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 and kind of higher than it time. should be because um, I want to not really look at Rod Labors shoes because I know that's that high because Phil likes them so much. Um, so I'm trying to compare it to, let's say, Star Wars, the media franchise. Uh, are leather jackets really better than Star Wars? I think, I think they wear leather jackets in Star Wars. I think Han Solo wears a leather Han jacket. Han Solo does. Yeah. Doesn't he? Um, Which just yeah. Something shows like how pervasive they are culturally. Yeah, yeah, like think, even out in space, they're yeah. somehow <laughs> slaughtering these cows and tanning their hides. Yeah. Or and, some kind of synthetic, of course. That's oh, probably did, from a bantha. From the, is that what those things are? The big things that live out in the desert? They probably kill uh, those for the leather. Those, I think banthas live. Yeah, you're right. Um, they're either, they either live in the desert or in the um, snow. Uh, what do you guys think about leather jackets versus Star Wars? I'm going to let you guys make a call um, on that. I'm going to uh, have to rank Star Wars lower than leather jackets. Okay. Just for coolness alone. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, what about versus Bill Murray at number 32 on the coolness scale? No, I think leather jackets are more important than Bill Murray. More impo- okay, cooler. So how about this? Up here, at this is something that's really cool and got a great aesthetic to it. 25, we've got the song Midnight Train to Georgia. Oh, that's a, that's a brilliant little piece. It is. Right? It's, There's some other leather jackets out there in the world. It's a There's vibe. There's some real bad ones. Vibey vibe, but I don't... Mm. 
It's like, just, I've seen, it's like, but I've one seen song. leather jackets before. I've seen some poorly made leather jackets. I've seen the ones where I thought that shouldn't be a jacket. Like that shouldn't, that shouldn't be around. Right. But sure. you're never going to hear a midnight train to Georgia. That's a song that's bad because it's a great song. It sounds the same whenever you listen to it. So there's not a part of that song that's bad. So I, I kind of think it has to go about leather jackets. Same with uh, sandwiches, like a, a burrito. I've had a bad burrito in my life before. Yeah. Right? I've had a bad sandwich. So, I've had a bad sandwich. Where Yankovic's had some bad songs, but you, Marissa said that he made a, a, a Britney Spears about "Oops, I'm Pregnant Again." So, um, like, there's a consistency to it, right? Yeah. Whereas leather jackets, like, we can't judge leather jackets just by the the coolest looking people in leather jackets. Okay, we so let's, think, let's, who, let's who is the worst strategy. in leather? Let's jacket. look at sandwiches, which Phil mentioned, and yeah. think about it's a number twenty six, and think about whether we would give up, like sandwiches in general like just have the whole uh, concept of sandwiches and existence of sandwiches be erased from the world or the no. same for leather jackets i feel like though yeah. we would eventually figure out a new sandwich well we yeah but could. we can't no, it would be bad we, we, it would be we, there's a spell there's a spell that's been put on us where we can't think and of you can, okay, you can do an inside out sandwich <laughs> what's an inside out sandwich where you put the bread in the middle and then put yeah. like <laughs> things on the outside of it? <laughs> i mean Whoa. we could do, do a workaround could... okay <laughs> It would kind of be a sandwich, though, in, in a sense, right? No, because so, I think the bread is like, oh, it has yeah. to be the outside, <laughs> okay. right? To, that's what right, makes it a sandwich. Right. No? Okay. I'm okay with putting it above Star Wars, but I don't think it should go above pizza, Rod Labor Shoes, Bill Murray, Bruce Springsteen, or mm. Weird Al Yankovic. Why is square pizza so important well, because to you? Somebody <laughs> they were submitted, submitted separately. It was yeah. the first it, pizza that we ranked. So, we, you know, it's, it kind of was a placeholder just for pizza in general. Okay, but if you um, had round pizza, would you rank it higher? Hmm? No, I don't think so. Well, uh, I don't know. I would probably rank it higher because round pizza is easier to grasp because it has a crust. Um, we won't know until someone true. submits round pizza. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, Marissa, I got to say this. Uh, you, you you dug your feet in on Britney Spears and... Oh. and, and but I think that maybe you should give us a little, you know, for, for having uh, ranked I don't Britney know, Spears. I'm kind of she, she doesn't have to give us anything. <laughs> like, you know, that's up to her. I don't um, know what Rod Laver's shoes are, but I will look them up. They're cool looking. <laughs> oh, they're Adidas shoes. They're, that they're, Phil they're, likes. They're, yeah. And you know what? I'm okay with putting because I don't like. Oh. I don't wear a leather jacket. I think leather jackets look cool, but like Phil really likes leather jackets. Or sorry, Rod Laver's shoes. Marissa, you might wear a lot. Of yes, leather I'm jackets, familiar so. with. I'm familiar with these. I find the green hard to wear with everything. Well, you can get them in blue. They come in white and blue okay. too. Okay. Although I will say, listen, I'm trying to be amenable hard. here. <laughs> Marissa, it is hard to keep them clean, which is not a problem with mm. leather jackets because they can just wipe right off. But Rod Laver shoes, they it is a real issue trying, especially the ones that are mesh and not leather. Mesh? They're, it's hard. Well, there's some with like a, a mesh in the front and rather yeah. than having like perforated yeah, leather in the front. I thought it was front. a whole mesh shoe. <laughs> what do you say, Marissa? Uh, right above, right below Rod Laver shoes? I mean, would we have Bruce? Well, Bruce Springsteen doesn't wear. He wears a leather jacket. He wears, he he wears like, like a tank. I think he wears a jackets more. I'm happy with putting it yeah, yeah, I'm happy with definitely be below Bruce. I would put it above Red Lever shoes myself. Yeah. Personally, I would put it like right above Red Lever shoes. But if Phil wants you know to what? below uh, it, you know what? You and Marissa successfully teamed up on me and bullied me into <laughs> saying we could put it above. If, once it's above that, it can also go above Bill Murray, as far as I care. But I Not, don't. Want I, to that, put it above I don't. Bruce I wouldn't want to do it. But if Marissa would like to, then then that works. No. Okay. I think just scooting right behind Bill Murray. Right below Bill Murray. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. So leather jackets go in at number 33, moving Rod Laver's shoes to number 34. And uh, that's it. We completed everything. The list is now at 263 items. And I think to put the things that we just ranked in order, it would go at the top, Britney Spears, then uh, leather jackets, and then uh, alternative milks. 
um marissa thanks for coming on it was great to have you i really liked your um you, sh you showed a lot of spirit uh on this as a, as a guest so great job <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you made us work for it <laughs> yeah people think i'm um, quiet <laughs> do you got anything you want to plug shout out anything like that um if anyone has a great project to pr i have a company called raconteur and uh, there's a cool new record label that we're working with called oh. dance cry dance audio magazine What's it called again? dance cry dance records dance, so you should cry, check them out records. it's an audio magazine awesome. they pair uh music with writers and it's very very cool so check oh that's that awesome out too. Yeah. we will um put links to that stuff in the okay. show notes uh so listener go there and check that out is it so like when you read this novel like you will listen to it, this certain music as you read that writer's novel no or? it's more like um so and like if a, a artist on the roster comes out with an ep um it's an exclusive release and so a writer will listen to it and write something inspired by the music and then there's a oh, podcast yeah. where they you know um you listen to the short piece inspired by it then the music and then there's a moderated conversation between the writer and musician it's very oh. cool cross-pollination stuff so. that's, that's funny what's stuff. the what's the medium for that is it live it's Substack. Um, it's oh, okay. a podcast based on Substack, and oh. some ep episodes are public, some are subscriber only. So, check it out. Yeah, we'll put a link to that. Um, cool. Thanks again for coming on. It was a pleasure. Uh, I hope you come down sometime again in the future. Yeah, that would be great. You're a great guest. And uh, thank you for listening to Every Damn Thing. We hope that you enjoyed it. Go to everydamthing.net for the updated list and show notes. If you have something you'd like us to add to the list of everything or anything else to say to us, email us at listedeverydamthing.net. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and you can also suggest topics there as well. Subscribe or follow the show wherever you listen. Our theme is by Jade Puget. Yeah, mm -hmm. Marissa, you know that guy. Yeah. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review it on your platform of choice. Send us a screenshot of a five-star review, and we'll bump your submission, uh, or sorry, we'll bump a submission of your choice to the front of the queue. Also, if you want to support the show, just recommend it to a friend, a uh, fellow Britney fan, uh, anything like that. That would be great. Leather jacket aficionado. Yes. Uh, um, alternative milk enjoyer. And, uh, and ranks for everything. Yeah.